All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. If you, if you can hear the lack of enthusiasm in my voice, it's because there's a lack of enthusiasm in my voice. Gang, this is gonna, today's going to be pure, unadulterated meatloaf. And I'm not even talking the good kind, right? I, I'm talking about the shit where it's like fucking 64% lean. It, by the time you get it home from the fucking store, the, the ground meat, right? It, it's like fucking brown. It's not even that red sexy color and shit. And all you do is like you put some fucking ketchup and some salt and pepper. You don't even have no like breadcrumbs and shit. You just line the bottom of the fucking pan with some stale fucking bread. And you just cook it because you're fucking hungry. This is sustenance. This is not a delicious meal. This is a topic that I have struggled with, gang, for quite some fucking time. And that topic is Kanye West. Gang, it, it honestly and truly brings me zero pleasure to talk about Kanye West. But Uncle Bobby needs to address some bullshit. Now, before we kind of jump into whatever the fuck it is I'm going to rant about, let me tell you something about your boy, Uncle Bobby. Uncle Bobby is a trendsetter. Now, Papa wants to come inside. Okay, this is the fucked up part about Papa coming inside. Dang, the pain was so bad last night. One, I did not sleep. Two, I've never had so much pain, and it's just saying a lot. I've never had so much pain that I had to run to the bathroom to almost throw up. So I've just been sitting here. But you know Uncle Bobby wasn't going to fucking leave you. Whether Uncle Bobby is hurt, Uncle Bobby is sad, drunk, Uncle Bobby's still going to kick the actual factuals. Now back on topic. Fuck you, Papa, for making me get up out of my chair. Let's do this. Your boy Uncle Bobby is a fucking trendsetter. And let me tell you what I mean by that, gang. What I mean by that is I hated Kanye West monkey ass long before it became fashionable. Let me tell you the reason why. So my family is about 90 minutes removed from New Orleans. Okay. When Katrina hit, it was stressful. It was very, very stressful. There was one cousin, I think like second cousin. I don't even know the fucker. But we had one cousin at the time in New Orleans. So were we in direct danger of losing someone's life in New Orleans? Not necessarily, but that's so fucking close. It's one, how do you not feel the stress? Now, my family is from the Baton Rouge area. So for, if you're not aware, make a boot. Boot. Top of the boot, the foot of the boot. Podcaster, just act like you can see what I just fucking did. I drew it with my fucking hands. Now get on fucking YouTube, find the fucking video, click on that shit, like on that shit, subscribe to that shit, 
comment on this shit and share this shit so you can see the fucking, fucking, what is it? The, the diagram of Louisiana. Back on topic. So over here on the foot part of the boot of Louisiana, there's New Orleans. New Orleans sits in a tub, gang. If you're not aware of the geography, a tub, New Orleans sits in the bottom of the tub. If you piss in a tub and the stopper is down, it's going to fill up. That's how New Orleans sits geographically. So all that water just sat in a bowl, right? If New Orleans is here, Baton Rouge is here. It's not that far of a drive. Now, did New Orleans get wet? Oh, yeah. New Orleans, uh, Bat the Baton Rouge problem is Baton Rouge, the, the population of Baton Rouge increased. Like as in what would normally take 15 years of infrastructure and growth happened in less than a week. So that was the stress. So again, I can go, I can go, I can do five shows on what me and my family experienced during Katrina, and I'd still need 15 more shows to let you know what it was we actually went through. And even then, if you didn't got, not go through it, you don't understand. Thanks for listening. Back on topic. So the one cousin that I get, I don't know the fucker. I got a big family, but the fuck face was in New Orleans. Gang, it was the very first time that my relationship with my mother flipped roles. <clears throat> if you live long enough, there's going to come a point in time where the kid becomes the parent. It's going to happen. And I stayed up on the phone all night long with mom. She was panicking and crying, hyperventilating. And as respectfully as I could, I had to raise my voice. I'm like, Mom, you're not helping the situation. There's nothing, I know it's hard, but there's nothing we can do from here. You got to calm down. She didn't calm down. Gang, long story short, I stayed on the phone with my mom all night long. Now, this is going to be a long fucking story to get to the fucking point. Let's do this. Okay, I still remember. I probably got off the phone with my mom around four or five o'clock in the morning because my first appointment at work that day was 6 a.m. Let me turn on this fucking fan. I know that by the person that I was with professionally at the moment. And I've told you all this. If it sounds like there's a fan in the background, say it with me. It's because there's a fan in the background. Even though... The temperatures are cooling. It's still stuffy in the state of Texas. Back on topic. It's annoying me. I went to work and I was exhausted. Emotionally, physically, my breath reeked of fucking coffee, bloodshot eyes. And I walk into work and I'm just kind of a zombie, right? I just sat there and I listened to my mom ugly cry for about five hours. And I'm sitting there and the person's getting warmed up, getting ready for our session. And I remember she said, Robert, I know I shouldn't say this, 
First, I'm going to belch. False alarm. Robert, I shouldn't say this. Gang, anytime you start a sentence off with, I shouldn't say this, but keep your fucking mouth shut, right? It's one of those, nothing good follows that. It's kind of like, what happened? Does anything good happen after you hear someone say the phrase, hold my beer? That doesn't look dangerous, right? This shouldn't hurt too bad. If you ever say, or if you ever hear someone say, I know I shouldn't say this, but the next thing out of their mouth is going to be all kinds of fucked up. So she sat there and she said, I know I shouldn't say this, but I believe God sent the hurricane to New Orleans to punish the wicked for homosexuality. Now, never mind the fact that my family's all from Louisiana. Never mind the fact that I've got a trans sister. I'm just like, this storm, this, we haven't even counted the bodies yet. And I told her to get the fuck out. You see that door you walked in? Yeah. Let me see your monkey ass on the other side of it and don't you ever come back. Gang, the only satisfying thing about that entire story was years later, I was a part of a blast email. This wasn't Section 8 housing or, you know what, I'm about to be homeless type of thing. No. But she had to take a financial hit. She sent out a fucking email asking people to make donations so her daughter could go to some fucked up ass Christian camp retreat. Times are tough, but we still want to praise our Lord and Savior. Blah, 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 blah. Donate here. Gang, I took perverse pleasure in responding to that email. And I told this raggedy fuck face, do you remember that God that you said sent a fucking hurricane to New Orleans to kill my people? You remember that fucker? Yeah, I tell you what, ask him for the money instead of me. Because something tells me you're going to get about as much out of him as you are out of me. Delete my email. Don't you ever fucking talk to me again. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's the end of that story. Now, gang, it wasn't too far long after that, where, again, if you remember how we handled Hurricane Katrina, nobody wanted to be stuck with the hot potato of blame. Democrats blamed Republicans. Republicans blamed Democrats. Instead of saving people in New Orleans and everywhere on the Gulf Coast, it became, it was a Republican's fault. It was a Democrat's fault. We turned a natural disaster into a political fight. It even went so far as a quote-unquote legitimate arguing point was George Bush prayed to God to bring the hurricane. And I was like, this isn't just, I mean, just shut the fuck up. Can we save the citizens of New Orleans and Louisiana and the Gulf Coast first? Then we can sit here and say who's to blame and a whole bunch of shit. Now, gang, it was during that time where we had that telethon where finally Hollywood, the music industry, they put all their differences aside and it was like, yo, we're all going to come together and we're going to raise money for the Gulf Coast. 
not just New Orleans, but the entirety of the Gulf Coast. And if you donated even a single penny as a resident, I say thank you. Gang, everyone stuck to their script. Hey, I'm going to sing the song for New Orleans. Hey, I'm going to tell jokes for New Orleans. The number to donate is on the bottom of the screen. Uh, get on this website. 100% of the proceeds go to New Orleans. Help New Orleans. We're gonna, I wrote this special song, and it was beautiful. Then Kanye West and Mike Myers. <clears throat> Mike Myers said what he was supposed to say. Then he tossed it to Kanye West. Some of you already remember what he said, and in your mind, you already completed that sentence. The camera got on Kanye West, and Kanye West said, it is clear that George W. Bush hates black people. Now, gang, I've got personal experience with George Bush. He was the governor of Texas when I was playing football at UT Austin. He would come and work out with the UT football team. And gang, I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you what it is I've said every time since this topic has come up. I didn't agree with a lot of his politics. I don't. But it's one of two things. George W. Bush was the greatest actor ever, or George Bush is not racist. I'm putting my money on George Bush is not racist. Gang, that guy would sit and talk to us like Grandpa talking to his grandkids. That may be the first time I've ever said Grandpa being <laughs> a Louisiana boy. And some of his stories, gang, I mean, we would just sit there. And I'm not going to tell you the shit that he said, but we always called him Gov. And we're like, Gov, holy shit. And he's talking shit. He's like, motherfucker, you think you did some shit in college? Sit your monkey ass down and let me tell you. And we're like, the Gov, the Gov, the Gov. I don't believe George Bush is racist. I don't agree with a lot of his politics, but he's not racist. Gang, my point is, that, that was my first introduction to Kanye West. Hurricane Katrina was a total clusterfuck on all levels. Local, state, federal. Everyone was to blame. Everyone had blood on their hands. It was all kinds of fucked up. Now, we finally started to do the right fucking thing. And that's when Kanye West decided to do that bullshit. Now, gang, it's ever since then, I have had a hard-on of hatred for Kanye West. Now, again, there, there's clearly no script here. Not that there ever is. Robert Reed, go fuck yourself. But apparently, let's just hit this. Kanye West is a musical genius. That's what everyone says. He's a musical genius. He's a musical genius. Now, there's at least one person who's probably going to see this who will say, you, you, shut up. Just shut up. Gang, I don't listen to today's music. I hate 
today's music. I fucking hate today's music. I cannot stand it. Today's music can officially go fuck itself. So whoever comes out today, I just automatically assume it's all sitting on some bullshit, right? Especially like today's rap. I told you. You cannot tell one artist from this artist from this artist. Everyone's got that super hyper computerized out It's all the fucking same shit. I cannot stand it. Musical genius, Michael Jackson. Musical genius, Freddie Mercury. Musical genius, Sammy Davis Jr. Musical genius, Elton John. Kanye West can eat a bag of dicks. To me, it is all marketing. It is all marketing. That fuckface drops a sentence. Next thing you know, everyone's fucking saying it. I can all but guarantee, gang. I was having this conversation. Oh, yeah. It's this kind of video. I was having this conversation earlier at work. And I remember. You guys remember that fucked up ass song, Paper Planes by M.I.A.? Gang, I fucking hated that song. I fucking hated it. Oh, I'm a fucking musical genius. I was like, let me tell you something about that fucking song. One, it fucking blows. Two, in five years, you will never hear that shit ever the fuck again. Please tell me another song that M.I.A. made. Thank you very much, gang. If you play ABC, if you play I'll Be There, if you play I'll Be Standing, if you play Rocket Man, if you play Candy Man by Sammy Davis Jr., everyone will start snapping their fucking fingers. Those songs are almost as old as I am. Today's music blows. And so this whole thing that we have to give him leeway because he's a musical genius. He's fucking phenomenal. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And my hatred of Kanye or my disrespect of Kanye West, notwithstanding, right? If a Ku Klux Klan member kicks a 70-yard field goal, I'm going to say two things. One, fuck him and his personal beliefs. Two, he just set an NFL record. Right? I just don't see this whole musical genius. I just don't. Right? Well, Robert, he's a billionaire. We're going to win something, right? Let me tell you about that, fuckface. McDonald's serves over a billion sandwiches. Gang, right now, I can go and make you a hamburger in my home that will make you cry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've already, it's not even a fucking secret ingredient. I already told you. I always use just a little bit of ground, mild Italian sausage. You hit that shit with the blue cheese in the mix. Season that shit the way you want it. You put that shit on the grill. I'm going to tell you something. It'll make you cry. Do you know how many people line up at my front door to buy my hamburgers? None. You want to know why? One, I don't invite anyone. Two, there's no advertisement. McDonald's makes more hamburgers than I do. Does it mean it's better? Nope. For all you health nuts, you can at least pronounce the ingredients in my burger. Excuse me. I just belch. Hashtag a professional. Back on topic. Home cut fries. Fuck face. Right? Just because someone does a lot of something and people even consume it, doesn't mean it's good. 
So this whole bullshit that Kanye West is a musical genius, therefore we need to give him leeway? No, I don't. No, I do not. I think his music blows. But again, I and maybe one other person, I'll say, hey, that music fucking blows. The other person would be like, you don't listen to enough of today's music. Shut up. The tragedy. I'm very well aware that Kanye West's mother, I think she went in for a breast augmentation surgery. She didn't come out. And for that, as someone with a little personal experience of losing their mother, I've got no jokes. I've got no harsh criticisms. I don't. Gang, if you've never buried your mother, there's nothing I can tell you that will make you even come close to understanding how badly it hurts. Me and my mother were close. This wasn't some estranged relationship or the blase and the fucking glavenoids. We, we talked on a regular basis. I still have her messages saved on my fucking phone. I feel empty. I don't know what to do next. I don't. It's been a year. And it's like, I don't so I got, I got no I got no jokes. I've got no jokes for a boy that lost his mother. That blows. But here's the thing, gang. It's not that you have tragedy. How you respond to said tragedy is what defines you. I'm, I'm not going to critique Kanye West that he lost his mom because I've heard the uh, thing that, you know, he hasn't been the same since he's lost his mother. And you know what? I'll never be the same. I'm a different person today than when I was when I lost my mother. So I've got no jokes for that. Now, I don't think I have, but maybe I'm not the person to make the judgment call. But if what you experience as a tragedy, you take out on other people, then that's bad. That is bad. Gang, if I rear back and I punch someone in the face as hard as I can, then I turn around and say, you can't get mad at me. I buried my mother. Two things. One, I'm so sorry you lost your mom. Two, you just punched my eyeball black. I'm going to press charges. The, the, the damage, you, there's no negating the fucking damage. So all this shit that, again, so the, like the whole, there was some little girl that got some fucking award and then he got up on stage and talked a whole bunch of shit. I don't remember the whole story. I just know that that shit happened, right? And it's like, well, you can't get mad at Kanye West. He lost his mother. Well, the little girl, or I'm sorry, probably the young lady. Again, I don't know. Some fucking teeny bopper, 13-year-old superstar with the fucking thingamabopper from her face to her ears, whatever the fuck. I'm quite sure that that person, whatever her age, it's like, man, I'm really sorry that Kanye lost his mom. But you know what? He fucked my moment. I told you, my, my neighbors don't even... Gang, this, this show fucking blows. I don't care. Again, I didn't want to even talk about this fuckface, but we got to fucking do it because there's impact. My neighbors have no idea that I lost my mother. I'm quite sure if I told them, 
they would say, hey, I'm really sorry. How can I help you? But if I jump the fence and I stab my next door neighbor's dog, say, you can't get mad at me. I lost my mom. Say, I'm sorry you lost your mom. Now, fuck you. You killed my dog. You, you cannot hide behind your tragedies when you do fucked up shit. You just can't. Those are, that's not how it works. Because at the end of the day, that person that's on the receiving end of your fucked upness, all they know is that you fucked them over. Your personal tragedy, and again, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm a fucking asshole. But I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. Right? Hold on. Let's do this. You know, Kanye West has got brain issues. Bipolar mood disorder. We can't get mad at him. He's got neurodivergence. Actually, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Right? There's no shame in having a mental illness game. Trust me, I know a little something about that. There's nothing wrong with having a brain that works differently from others. There's nothing wrong with that. But you can't hide behind. Again, it comes a point in time, gang. It comes a point in time. And I know I sound harsh. But at the end of the day, what matters is the damage that is being done. We keep giving people like this excuses. Well, I mean, he's, he's got bipolar mood disorder, Robert. You can't get mad at him. Actually, yes, I can. Actually, yes, I can. Because it's not that Kanye. If we all know that that fucker's got bipolar mood disorder, Kanye knows that he has bipolar mood disorder. There's therapy. There's abstaining from alcohol and drugs. There's drugs. There's a whole bunch of things, gang, that can be done to make bipolar mood disorder, schizophrenia, ADD, AD there's a, there's a litany, there's a laundry list of mental disorders that are diagnosable and treatable. If we all know that Kanye has bipolar mood disorder, then Kanye knows he has bipolar mood disorder. Now, again, if his bipolar is so out of control that he just refuses to take his meds, okay. But he still does damage. And making excuses, just it doesn't help the bottom line. And yes, you are responsible. If it ever got to the point to where I'm on my third or fourth felony DWI and shit like that, I've got an alcohol problem. Yes, I do believe alcoholism, drug addiction, it's an actual fucking disease and disorder. But if I drink so much and I get behind the wheel in the car and I hurt somebody or someone's family, you can't get mad at me. I've got alcoholism. Yeah, I actually can because I had to arrange a funeral for my 19-year-old kid because you can't stop drinking. The damage at the end of the day, gang, is what fucking matters. It may be his problem, but it is also his responsibility to handle it.
There's no shame in having a mental illness. There's no shame in having cancer, a sickness of any kind. There's no shame in that. But the damage that comes with you not handling your shit is it's measurable. And I know this, I'm going to keep saying, I know I sound harsh. I can say this, I've got lots of friends that are fucked up. I understand the man has problems. He still causes damage as a result of those problems. Now you're going to like, well, what problems is he causing? Let's talk about it. Again, I I should I don't even know who the I told you, I don't know who it was. But that's what we saw. There was an award show where some woman got an award and it should have been her moment. It should have been all about, let's say it was Cindy Lauper, right? Shows you my age. Oh, I just belched. Finally, hashtag unprofessional. Cindy Lauper, you're getting uh, musician of the year. That moment should be all about Cindy Lauper. She's worked her Cindy Lauper motherfucking ass off for this one moment. She gets on stage, and what the fuck does Kanye West do? He rips the spotlight off of Cindy Lauper and puts it all on him. So now for the rest of Cindy Lauper's life, it's like, you know, remember that moment that I worked my monkey ass off for? It'll always walk hand in hand with what fucking Kanye West did. That was my moment. Fuck me. Right? And that's just a moment that we saw. If he's doing that to Cindy Lauper, what are what is he doing that we don't know about? Fine. And again, I, no jokes. His mother passed away. No jokes. He's got bipolar mood disorder. Now go ask Cindy Lauper. Gang, that publicity stunt, and to me, it was a publicity stunt. I'm going to lose so many fucking followers from this video, but I'm telling you, Uncle Bobby's always going to fucking keep it real. I know apparently maybe we shouldn't fucking critique Kanye West because he's got bipolar mood disorder. Join the fucking club. The publicity stunt that was going to the uh, sitting in front of the Resolute desk and pumping up the likes of Donald Trump. What is it? We've got Dragon Energy. He's my brother. You know, this Make America Great Again hat gives me superpowers and the blase and the fucking Glavenoids. Fine. He suffered a tragedy. I remember it was right before mom passed away. No, it was after mom passed away. And dad was giving me all kinds of pep talks. Again, gang, I'm the baby. It doesn't mean it hurt more than my big sister. But, you know, I'm the baby. Definitely a mama's boy. And I remember he was like, one of his pep talks was, and when dad really wants to make a point, he repeats himself. It's kind of like me when I'm high. And I remember it was a phone call and he said, a million quadrillion boys did this before you. You can get, you can do this. A million quadrillion boys went through this before. 
And he said it like 25 times. That's how I know. Listen, write that shit down. I know Kanye's mom passing away. Again, I got no jokes for that. I have got no jokes for that. As someone whose brain works a little bit differently from other people, I got no jokes for that. But the thing with Donald Trump is Kanye West has got such a fucking following game that he made it just a little bit more okay to, to get behind Donald Trump. Now, I'm going to tell you something. YouTube, don't you dare flag this fucking video. Donald Trump lost the fucking election. It's not the, 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 the trump looking talking point. You know, Joe Biden is the current president. No, Joe Biden, yay man, as I do my Donald Jr. fucking impersonation. Joe Biden is the legitimate president of the United States. Period. In the fucking story. Donald Trump lost. The reason why we had January the 6th is because a cult leader named Donald made a good portion of this country believe that, one, the election was rigged and stolen. Two, if I'm not here to protect you, you're going to be all kinds of fucked up. When someone like Kanye West gets behind Donald Trump, it makes it more acceptable to deal with that bullshit. His bipolar mood disorder, the loss of his mother, doesn't change the but. I told you guys this when I first started this fucking show. And I repeated my best friend. Trump's damage is going to be generational. And Simon even said back then, he's going to be a one-term president. But his damage will be generational. And I said it then, and I say it now four years later, gang. Have I been doing this show this fucking long? Holy shit. This is the generational damage Simon was speaking of. You guys may think I'm being hyperbolic, but I'm not. One of the diabolically brilliant parts about all the Trumplicans is if they, it, let's say, 0 to 100. 100 is 100% 100 admitting that you are guilty as shit. Gang, what they do is they walk all the way up to 97, plant that seed, and they take 20-some-odd steps back to where they're in the mid to early 70s. So when you say, you spurred on X, Y, and Z, they have just enough leeway to say, no, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't make them do that. That's the diabolical brilliance of a Trump, of a Green, of a Bobert, of a Gates, of a Johnson. It, it, that that that's the diabolical brilliance. Now my tie-in with Kanye. What the fuck is this game? No game back on topic. Someone as popular as Kanye going there and jerking off the likes of Donald Trump. If you ask me is why we have, and I've done shows on these coons. Now again, you see this fucked up ass chair I'm sitting on, gang, with the family blanket? Gang? Hey, look at that, gang. Holy shit. 
podcasters, I know sometimes it's a matter of convenience. You really need to get on YouTube for this one. Gin and Truth on YouTube do the right thing. So this blanket was given to my mom at the exact same time we gave a similar blanket to my Aunt Gilbert. They're not twins, but they act like they are. And so this was my mom's, and dad gave it to me after she passed away. So that right there, that's mom. We're in Louisiana. That ugly fuck face is me. That's my Aunt Gilbert, who thinks that she's my actual mom, right? So look at that. Where the fuck was I going with that game? Started talking about mom. Oh, oh, I was talking about this fucked up ass chair. So, way to go, alcohol. So, the problem, gang, it, again, I've done shows on these young coons, right? And they all got these gamer chairs and shit like that. They got the fancy $5 billion fucking headphones in the blase and the fucking glavenoids. Gang, I just. I was talking to the fucking squid. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get a fucking chair. And I just, I need a fucking better chair. And I was walking the dogs and one of my neighbors was throwing away the fucking chair that I'm sitting on. I was like, that's still a good fucking chair. I brought it home. Okay. That is exactly how cheap I actually am. But these, again, these are these younger fucking coons, right? And... There videos defending the likes of Jesse Lee Peterson and Candace Owens and the officer Tatum. These kids are young enough to be my kids. Do you know who they listen to? Yeah, Kanye West. Now, gang, I got Beowulf in the background here. It was the cartoon version. Gang, I fucking love this fucking movie. Now, I remember reading this in ninth grade, right? And then they made the fucking movie, and the shit's fucking fantastic. I'm not going to lie to you. He just ripped out the fucking dragon's heart after dislocating his own fucking shoulder with the fucking knife and shit. You know, his wife and his side chick are just hanging on for dear life, but he loves them both, right? So he fucking drags, because yeah, the dragon is Angelina Jolie, right? And now he just fucked her all the way up. And they just hit the fucking water. It's been so long since I've seen it. I'm trying to remember which part this is. Back on topic. Again, these younger coons listen to the likes of... They like that shit. When you can't tell the fucking difference between this artist and that artist and this artist and that... Percy Sledge has had a whole different sound from the Supremes. The Supremes have a whole different sound from the Jackson 5. The Jackson 5 have a whole different sound from the fucking Four Tops. The Four Tops don't sound anything like the fucking Temptations. And 60 years later, their shit is still slamming. But these younger coons look up to a Kanye West. That's my problem with the likes of a Kanye West. And he will forever be protected by we can't get mad at Kanye. Kanye's got a mental illness. We can't get mad at Kanye. Kanye suffered a massive tragedy. 
Now, gang, then you get to the bullshit like the white lives matter. Gang, at the end of the day, Kanye West is a fucking leech. And he feeds off the artery of whorish levels of attention. He's the definition. But, but he's a gang, it's a very quiet day. Again, I haven't slept. My The pain woke me up. Woke me up. Just wouldn't let me go to sleep. To the point where I almost puked. It's a nice day outside, and my dogs, they're just sleeping. And right now, if you try to get Buddy off my shoes because you sleep on my shoes, he wouldn't move. It's actually peaceful right now, except for me ranting and raving. Where the fuck was I back on topic? Kanye West, what was I talking about? Talking about Beowulf, the Coons. Oh, white lives matter. This is what makes Kanye West a coon. Again, black lives matter is not an exclusionary uh, battle cry. It's not. Yes, I am very well aware that he fucked Kim Kardashian and they've got kids now. And I heard him say, you know, my kids are partially white. Am I supposed to tell me that the white side of them is horrible, blah, 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 whatever the fuck he said? I'm like, fuck face, don't you tell him the truth. You tell them the truth that, statistically speaking, black people have a higher probability and possibility of being shot and gunned down by police officers. Well, Dad, it sounds as if some people over there are saying that Black Lives Matter means fuck all white people. And if you are reasonable, you say no. I don't know if he's got sons or daughters or both, but you're like, you know what, kids? No, that's not what Black Lives Matter means. Yes, it is very, I'm very well aware that all lives matter, but putting the spotlight on black lives does not take away from white people at all. That's what you tell your, it's, it's like with sexuality, right? Uh, two, two gay guys are in love. What am I supposed to tell my fucking kids? First and foremost, fuck your kids. Fuck your kids. Why should those two guys be uh, uncomfortable because your fucking kids can't handle the truth. But you know what you tell them? The fucking truth. Dad, is it okay that two boys and two girls get married? Yeah. But you and mom, mom's a girl and you're a boy. Brilliant observation there. Fuck face. The boy and the girl are just as in love as the girl and the girl and the girl and the boy. That's what you tell them. Same thing with Black Lives Matter. Dad, does Black Lives Matter mean fuck all white people? Nope. It just means we're spotlighting. I just belch, hashtag the professional. We're simply spotlighting an important issue. It doesn't take away from whites. It doesn't demean Asians. It, it doesn't knock down Mexicans. We're just pointing someone something out. That's all. Kanye West is a coon because he is parroting a white supremacist talking point. I know his mother passed away. I know he's got a mental illness. But it doesn't take away from the damage that he's doing. Gang, the exact same people 
And oh yeah, Uncle Bobby's that goddamn talented. He can tie all this foolishness together. The exact same people who screamed white lives matter are the exact same type of fuckface that walk into a voting booth and vote for green, for Bobert, storm the nation's capital, say blue lives matter, all that shit. Kanye West, regardless of what's going on in his personal life, is pushing, in my opinion, harm. White lives matter. When white lives matter is a response to black lives matter, yes, it is a white supremacist talking point. Hey, don't kill black people. What about white people, motherfucker? Which part of don't kill black people said fuck white people's lives? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Right? Kanye West's popularity is like, for D.W. Rutledge, my high school football coach, go fuck yourself. I told you, Coach Rutledge sold us. Always be careful what you say and do. There's always a pair of little eyes looking up at you. That's what he said to a 16-year-old who just made Allstate. Give me a fucking break. The musical genius who's a billionaire? How many sets of little eyes are looking up to Kanye West? Go get on the fucking internet and look up all those fucking coons who sit there as black people and say, Ooh, what about white lives, motherfucker? In their gaming chairs. Kanye has reach, gang. This bullshit. And again, I think the family of George Floyd is suing for like $250 million because, because Kanye West and his fuckface buddy Candace Owens, who also wore a White Lives Matter shirt at a fashion show, apparently fuckface Candace Owens did a documentary on George Floyd's murder. Still pushing the bullshit. After watching her fucking documentary, now Kanye West is putting dirt on the memory of a dead guy. Right? He didn't have his knee on him like that. It was fentanyl. I, I learned that from Candace Owens. The both of them can eat a bag of dicks and the both of them can shut the fuck up. Who says that out loud in English words that we can understand? Now, again, George Floyd died in the eyes of the American public. Just imagine, gang, if you are one of the family members of George Floyd, especially when it happened. You can't turn on the TV without seeing your brother, your, your significant other, your your son, whatever the fuck, die. And they replay it. Then they do commentary on it. Then they do it in slow motion. Then they turn up the volume so you can hear them gurgle. And all the shit. Imagine if you're related to George Floyd. I already told you. Do I think he's a saint? Absolutely not. Would I let someone like George Floyd date my daughter? No. I already told you. If someone like George Floyd knocked on that door and said, Mr. Reed, I'm here to date your daughter, I'd be like, I, uh, what'd you say? 
I'm here to date your daughter. You're here to cut my yard for free? Then you're going to leave and never come back? That's what I think you said. No, no. I would not let someone with his past date my daughter. Now, you tell me where what I said even slightly hinted towards he should have died like a dog the way he did. I didn't say that. There was nothing about that moment that should have costed George Floyd his life. I don't give a fuck what anyone fucking says. I do not care about Candace. I, shut the fuck up. The initial call was George Floyd tried to pass a fake $20 bill. Tell me which part of that call to the cops says execute someone. Please tell me so I can tell you, one, unsubscribe from my fucking channel, and two, go fuck yourself. Passing a counterfeit $20 bill should not result in you being buried. So you know what the family of George Floyd did? They're hitting his ass with a $250 million lawsuit. Now, I saw black conservative, that fucking coon, you know what he pointed out, which I didn't know? That apparently Kanye West gave the daughter of George Floyd $2 million. So, seriously, so what? If you're worth over a billion dollars, do you know what $2 million is to you? An ATM withdrawal. Now, the exact same man who sat there and gave you $2 million is now saying your dad died because of a drug overdose, not because a 200-pound grown man strangled him to death live on fucking TV. He threw dirt on the name of a dead man. And we're not supposed to get upset because he's got bipolar mood disorder and his mommy passed away. For which, again, I've got no jokes for that. None at all. But gang, I don't care what happened in your past. I don't care. I do not care. If you fucking meet me at a coffee shop and you see what's around my fucking necklace, on my necklace, you're like, hey, what's that? It's like, it's a fingerprint. It's, it's my mom's thumbprint. She passed away last year. Your mom was a fat black whore. You can't get mad at me. I had XYZ happen to me. Gang, let's just say you have made your last mistake for that day. I guarantee, I don't care what happened in your fucking past. All I know is that I was viciously insulted right there in that moment. The daughter of George Floyd. Imagine the shit that she's been dealing with. And apparently that $2 million apparently bought her silence. Because now Kanye West is stoking up the same fire and the same bullshit that surrounded her father's death. It's just Fox and all the other conservative news outlets, they did everything they could to make sure that you knew that George Floyd was a piece of shit. Yes, we all knew about his criminal past. But again, there was nothing about his past that said he should have been brutally murdered at that moment. I hope they won't get it. But I do hope they collect on that 250 large. I do.
King Uncle Bobby's gonna have a fucking stroke. King Uncle Bobby's only giving you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's giving you one big motherfucking solution. Kanye West, shut the fuck up. Gang, I did not want to do this show. I didn't want to do the fucking show, but I had to do the fucking show. You want to know why? Uncle Bobby's a fucking YouTuber. I got to talk about this now. Let's just cut right to it, gang. Again, I, I, I dislike Kanye West long before it was popular and fashionable to do it. Kanye West, again, he is a parasite. He is a tick. He is a leech. And the only way he can feed is to attach himself or itself on the main vein of whorish levels of attention. He's petulant. He doesn't understand the difference between fuck you, Kanye, and good job, Kanye. All he hears is Kanye. This video is not helping the cause. I, I, I openly admit that. I acknowledge that Kanye and I have two things in common. Neurodivergence and we sat in front of a box that had a cold piece of meat that used to be your mom. I understand that. And like I said, no, I've got no jokes for any of that. I've got all the sympathy and empathy in the world for that. But gang, if I turned around and if I started hurting people, if I start hurting other people's causes, I the loss of my mom, my brain damage from football and a whole bunch of other bullshit, it's not an excuse because the damage is still done. I'm not... This is such a complicated fucking topic that in 55 minutes, I haven't even begun to scratch the surface. I, I guess if you guys get anything from this video, it's okay to be hypercritical of Kanye West. It is. Again, if I sit here, that's my first cocktail of the day at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. If by 4 o'clock I empty that entire bottle, I'm not going to do that. If by 4 o'clock I empty that entire bottle and I try to go to the grocery store and I do severe damage, you can't get mad at me. I've got an alcohol dependency problem. Or more, more accurate, diagnosed, fuck faces. <laughs> I was once addicted to Vicodin. 90s, 80s, and 90s football player, it was as common as wearing a helmet and hearing the words downset hike. If I was still shoveling Vicodin at the same levels that I used to and I caused damage, you can't get mad at me. I'm a drug addict. Actually, yes, I can. People will have sympathy. Some people even have empathy for my issue. But it doesn't take away from the damage that I caused. I told you, I've got no jokes for watching your mother die in front of your face. I've got no jokes for being neurodivergent. I think that's the official term. I've got no jokes 
But at the end of the day, the damage is still caused. The people of New Orleans and the Gulf Coast, we suffered. And we watched the entire country point fingers while people were literally drowning to death. And then when people finally was like, you know what? Let's talk about saving lives. Then we can play this fucked up ass game later. We were like, finally. And thank you. Then Kanye West did what he did. Again, I, I, I don't remember because I don't watch award shows. Yeah, whoever that person was who got on stage to collect her gift, uh, her award, she worked her ass off for that moment. Now her moment will always walk hand in hand with whatever, whatever the fuck. I remember he got up on stage and he stole the microphone. How many years ago was that? Her moment will now always walk hand in hand with Kanye West being an ass. All the younger coons fed off of Kanye West walking into the Oval Office, sitting across the Resolute desk, jerking off Donald Trump. Gang, the only thing to say about Donald Trump is that he is garbage. He's a horrible person, which means he's a horrible president. Bipolar mood disorder, don't care. Loss of a mother, in this case, don't care. He gave credibility to a man that did not earn it. Bashing George Floyd, white lives matter, all that shit. All that, at the end of the day, what matters is the damage that he caused. I actually wish Kanye West a peaceful journey. As someone who has buried his mother, again, no jokes, and I've got nothing but sympathy and empathy for that. I hope that man finds the peace that I'm so desperately searching for. I do. As someone who has a brain that works differently from other people, I hope Kanye West finds the peace that I so desperately look for. No jokes there. But at the end of the day, gang, when you carry your ass outside of your house, your personal issues notwithstanding, if you cause damage to someone else or a group of someone else's, the bottom line is that you cause fucking damage. Kanye West's words, his beliefs, everything he does, influences millions of people over there. I don't agree with this fucked up ass stances. That's why I'm making this video. For all the people that have tiptoed around the topic because of the loss of a mom, I just built hashtag a professional. For everyone who's tiptoed around it because he lost his mom, and he lives with a mental illness, I get where you're coming from. I actually do. And I'm, I'm not going to rag you from doing the soft shoe around this topic. That's just not my style. I wish Kanye West the best. I do. I wish him peace. Because mental illness, brain damage, loss of a mother, it fucking blows, gang. It fucking blows. But at the end of the day, 
as someone whose brain doesn't work like others, as someone who watched their mother rot and die in front of their face, if I leave this house and if I cause damage to other people, I'm still responsible for the damage that I've done. It's not okay for him to hide. And it's not okay for, other, in my opinion, it's not okay for people to put up this fucking shield and say, you can't critique Kanye because of X, Y, and Z. That's not true. You absolutely can. Have sympathy, and if you can, have empathy for other people's problems. But realize that at the end of the day, gang, if you fuck up, if I fuck up, if Kanye fucks up, if you fuck up, you fucked up. And now you got to work to make that fuck up right. But that's not what Kanye does. He feeds off that attention. Now, again, I'm not a shrink. This is the world's longest sign-off. I told you, this is a very complex and layered topic. I don't know what the end of the line is for Kanye in terms of making things better, whatever the fuck. All I know is I believe he's causing damage. Whatever he has to do to get to the side to where he can stop causing damage for Kanye and for everyone else, I hope he finds that path. And if you, and if you guys ever find yourself needing to be critical of Kanye and people like Kanye, you can do it. You can absolutely do it. And you can do it with a soft heart. I know my voice is harsh, but I've got a soft heart for people with brain issues, with addiction issues, with loss and mourning issues. But your damage is still measurable. I wish that boy peace. I don't like him. But I wish him peace. But the damage that he causes is still measurable. Gang, thanks for listening. This was a hard one. This was a hard one. I'm not going to lie. But, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.